When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to another episode of the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. life. Yes. Howdy. Howdy. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. It's my guy, Big Dave. <laughs> he is at Bow BAWL Sports. Will the Goat Gottlieb here. Wolf <laughs> Gottlieb on Twitter. And... Somebody for Joey today. We got Lawrence on the controls. Oh. Hi, Lawrence. The oh, man, guys, it's been a while since I've been in here. Holy moly. What's going on? What are you doing? One. Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, it's cool. It's cool being in here. It's fun. I you like all right? It. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you got right. something on your mind, man. You okay? Uh, no, it's just uh, Joey's really good at all the graphics he does for you guys. And he I'm is. A little he behind. is. He's and so are you, sir. You are, so Lawrence. are you, sir. You're definitely Let's have good. a show. <laughs> Let's do it. Casey's hanging out, too. Hi, Casey. Casey's here. Hello, Casey. Hi. Boss man Kev in his office looking busy. How's the hair looking? <laughs> Flashing up the piece. Let's see the hair. Let's see the hair. Okay, oh. it's on point. It's mm. on point. Rockabilly Pastor's looking good today. <laughs> Rockabilly Pastor. Yo. That's <laughs> I, 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 not my nickname. Yo, I didn't excellent. come up with it. That's pretty good. So um, is it the hair? Because he's the youth pastor and he's the Rockabilly Pastor. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the hair? It's got to be. Okay. Partly. Right. They is also it? both just look very, like, safe, you know? Pastoral. Okay. Approachable. <laughs> approachable. It's an approachable thug. That's who he is. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. It is day two of training camp. Will, you are at practice. We're going to get some of your thoughts and uh, a couple of cool uh, little IO sound yeah. bites from pra- after practice today. Um, but before that, we are going to look at some game tape, game tape. from last season. Boom. Big Dave, this is something you wanted to do. In particular, and we might do this with a few more pieces uh, and sets from the Bulls offense last season, mm-hmm. but you wanted to start with the, the Vooch high screen. Why did you want to start there? Yeah, I wanted to start with the high screen pop by uh, Vooch because, well, first of all, when this was given to us, uh, it was like Christmas. It, it was like, I remember I was sitting here freaking out like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And for some reason, that was one of the ones I clicked on. And just sitting there watching it and looking at it, you're like, Vooch is really freaking good. I don't think people really appreciate how really good this dude is at basketball. The skill set that he has is not had by six different centers in the NBA. There are probably five that can do all the things that he has, all the tools, the inside, the outside, the passing, the shooting, the IQ. Um, He's just amazing at all these things, man. And I just wanted to highlight that because I think the high screen pop definitely highlights that. And one of the things about the high screen pop, because this isn't a new play, this isn't reinventing the wheel here. This is definitely something that's been run. We've seen run uh, with Lowry marketing. Now, when they ran it with Lowry, it was definitely high screen pop all the time. Pop, 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 and pop again. There was no, there was no like, I'm going to freestyle, or I'm going to think, or I'm going to do this and move the ball, or anything like that, make an extra pass out of it. He was not about that life. I'm shooting. Vooch is all about that life. And I just want people to respect it. So let's watch some tape of Vooch being great. Let's do let's it. Start that I up. Love let's start that basketball. up. Let's That's start that up. And also Kobe White running this. And what's good is he and Kobe already have rapport. You know, mm-hmm. him starting those 69 games, uh, him coming half that season. There he is, boom, right there. That's behind the back. Just a simple one. Cash paper. Just very, just very simple, you know, high screen pop. It's the same play on this one, the same exact thing. I love how Kobe is keeping that guard on his hip, getting him the ball back. Cash paper. I like that. That's on point. Run that one more time. You're going to see it one more time. No, 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 you good. Uh, uh. Yes, I like it a lot. All right, now, pause this right here. Pause this, please. Hold on, there could be issues here. I'm in preview mode. Oh, he's he's having the freak mode. Well, if you watch it and see, I like the fact he got the ball top of the key Mm -hmm. and said, nope, I'm not going to take this shot right here. This is the one here? Yeah, that's fine right there. You're good, you're good. 
You see him get to the top of the key, and mm -hmm. he gets it. A couple mm -hmm. of seasons Pause ago, that. Then going right there? Right there. He can take that shot. Yep. That's a shot he can take. But he's looking at the defender and seeing how out of position he is. He's like, no, nah, I can take you down to Chinatown and go ahead and put some stank on you real quick and show you all the other moves that I possess. Run that, please. Uh, get you some of this and get you that hook right there. Oh, it's pretty stuff. I like that stuff. All right, now, pause it, pause it. This is the fun stuff right here. Could you bring me that first pick, please? I want, I want to show something to you. And, and, Will, I want you to take a look at this. This is the play already has occurred. Zach Levine's the one who uh, brings the ball up. High screen is set at the top of the key. Mm -hmm. And then Vooch gives the eyebrow fake, which, again, is a center. Love an eyebrow fake. <laughs> mm -hmm. Giving you an eyebrow fake makes the move inside. Will, looking at the Hornets' defense, what's, one, what's some of the things that you notice looking at that Hornets' defense uh, right now? It's a little small, so it's hard to say. But uh, who's that? Mason Plumlee is somehow behind the play. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's pretty out of position there. You've got two guys basically guarding Vooch. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. is left pretty wide open. Yeah, I all five have collapsed into the paint. That's Javante. So, to me, this is lack of spacing for the Bulls and having to create something a little bit out of nothing here. Um, but when you collapse a defense like that and you draw so much attention, it's going to leave some guys open. And both of you all hit it right on the head. Is drawing the attention. There are five eyes on Vooch right now. I call this the Tupac Shakur. Ten eyes. There are ten eyes. No, five pairs of eyes. Can I say that? How about <laughs> yeah, that'll that? work. That'll work. The all five eyes. pairs of eyes, sir. All eyes on me. That's the Tupac Shakur going on right oh, there, sir. That's, That's all eyes on me going yeah. on right there. I always called it all eyes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just we will kidding. deal with you later. The we will deal with you later, sir. And the other thing I want to point out is where Zach Levine is. Because remember, he starts this play. Mm -hmm. Zach Levine has come around all the way to the baseline, and mm -hmm. he's in the corner with his hands Reaping in the air the like he just don't care. Because mm -hmm. that's what's going to happen. You're going to see Vooch reading. You see what he's doing? He's reading right now. Sees the hands in the air, gets it over to Zach, who makes the extra pass over to Kobe White for the cash paper. Go on and run that, please. Run that play. Uh. Get back. He can take that. Nope. Get that eyebrow fake. Boom, boom, kashplew. Oh, that's good stuff, man. Like, you can't do that. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, now pause this right here, too. Now, I'm glad we're getting into this aspect of it because, Matt, you touched on this yesterday, DeMar DeRozan being the point guard and running the offense of the team right. at that point in that second half of the season. This is what you're going to see a lot of in a couple of these plays right here is DeMar DeRozan with this. What you're going to see is this screen get set. Run it, run it right real quick. Just slightly. Just run that. Set that. Go ahead. Pause that. Look at the pad. Pass isn't great. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's not a great pass because that's not what DeMar DeRozan really does. And also, good job about Sabonis by not really going with DeMar DeRozan. You know, just kind of cheated a little bit to get him over in that corner. But he didn't really go with him. Got the ball out of his hands. Now, what do you have to use right here? You got to use your IQ right here because you're not going to have a clean look because of the way Sabonis is going to close out on you. So what does he do? He gets that. He puts it on the floor. A center. He puts this on the floor, makes the move to the paint, gets it over to Io, and then run, run it a little bit for me. Again. Stop. Pause it. Now, show me that picture, please. Show me that second pick I, I, I sent you. What I love about what Vooch does right here, Will, is real subtle screen that he sets right here on De'Aaron Fox. It's very, very, very subtle. It's just enough to where he gets in his way enough for Io to get around and get – a better look at a shot that he probably would, wouldn't have gotten if Vooch wasn't there. Now, I don't know if you want to call it a slip screen, if you want to call it a rub screen, however you want to call it, but it's very, very minute. But it's enough to get him a look, man. And that's, that's thinking, okay? That's IQ right there, man. Please, go ahead and run that. And then this is the oh. I.O. floater that's right the here. the I.O. floater yeah. cash. That's beautiful stuff, man. The other thing mm -hmm. I'll point out on Pause that one, it. Lawrence, if you can pull it back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Vooch definitely did not – shoot the ball well this year, but this is what I'm talking about when I say he's still a threat even when he's not shooting well. So he gets, he kind of does this little dump off pass to Io, and then watch as he clears out in space. Sabonis has to go, Sabonis is in no man's land there. Right. He can't decide if he wants to let Vooch have an open baseline jumper or if he should go help out on Io. And I think, you know, it's something that Billy talked about a lot today was like, uh, implementing more randomness into the offense and trying to make them less predictable. Mm -hmm. I think this is a perfect example of that, where you have the initial high screen action, DeMar reads the trap, and then now you get into a secondary pick and roll, and that's where you can really do some damage because the defense is shifting side to side. They're on their heels, and it's a little bit harder for them to contain when you know there's multiple guys attacking the paint.
Mm. And wisely, as you notice it there, Dave, as you said, like, yes, he slips out baseline for a, you know, a possible kickout shot, and Vooch is a threat out there, but he, he stayed in that initial spot after the dump-off just long enough and set just enough of a screen, like you said, mm -hmm. to give Io that chance to get open for that floater. That was well done by Vooch there. Yeah, well done by him. Run that, please. Uh, law, cash. Ooh! We're going to see a lot of that this season, by the way. Now, watch this right here. Boom, said it. Pause it right here, please. Now, again, he's open, all right? Now, I want to give credit to LaMelo because he closed out very hard on this. You know, he closed out very hard on Vooch. But when you close out, you're going to leave somebody wide open on the baseline. This time, it's Malcolm Hill. What's great about Vooch is he sees him coming. He allows him to come. He's like, come on through. I'm going to go ahead and set my guy up and get him some time. Now, Plumlee gets out there late. And then uh, Matt's favorite player, Malcolm Hill, <laughs> makes them pay <laughs> with the three-point shot. Go ahead and run that, love. See that? Just that, just that little hesitation, just letting him come to him, said, no, 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 come on through. All right. Run this right here. Now, pause it right here, please. This is my favorite one of the whole thing. Uh, now, show me the picture, please, uh, Lawrence, for this one, please. This is, this is my favorite one. This is after the pass has occurred. Now, mm -hmm. again, the Tupac Shakur is going on. You know, all eyes are definitely on Vooch. Yeah. But what's great is you see Vooch has two people, actually three people, he can hit with this pass right here. Now, it probably looks at and you're like, straight line. You know what I mean? Right there under the basket. Right. I can hit him with this right here. McDermott sees that. That's why, kind of why he's cheating, you know what I'm right. saying, off of Troy Brown Jr. Yeah. But Vooch using point guardsmanship. Oh, Ooh. there it is! All right. Using his an eyes. Early appearance in That's right. Show. Using his eyes to fool Doug McDermott and to draw him to that to the guy under the basket and then hits him with a no-look cross court to Troy Brown Jr. That is not normal for a center to do, to hit you with a no-look cross court on the money. Mm -hmm. That is great stuff by Vu. I love this play, man. Please run that. I, I just want to watch it again. Please run the play. It's pretty. Cash. You're right. On time and on target. Pretty, man. It, it look, his eyes looked like he was going to try and make that pass under the basket. Right, exactly. And instead he whipped right, exactly. that pass and right into the bucket for Troy. And again, off of DeMar DeRozan having the basketball. Bam. Uh, and, I mean, and no hesitation with it either. Right. Like he knew exactly what was going on, what he wanted to do. And that do. pass was right in the pocket. Right on the money, man. Now pause this, please. Now, what's significant about this one is you guys remember when the Bulls were getting trapped. Mm -hmm. Okay, they were trapping those guys, and for some reason, they had no idea how to Oh, I remember. It. Yes. <laughs> I remember. And, and they figured out, oh, we know how to break it. How about we get it to Vooch and let him use his skills with passing with breaking that? This is one of the games where they first realized that this can work. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're going to see DeMar. You, he's going to get that pick, and he's going to get the ball. Go ahead, run that a little bit, please. Have to make a call. Stop it. Excuse me. I see this here. But <laughs> thank you for understanding. <laughs> he gets it. Roll it. He gets it. And now he, he's not trying to shoot that at all. He, look at this position. He's, he's not thinking about taking that shot. If, if anything, he'll put it on the floor. You know what I mean? But he is not about to take this shot because he knows where Zach is. Oh, Zach's in the corner. He knows where the attackery is. <laughs> and he's going to go ahead and get him over there. And this is how you break a trap, ladies and gentlemen. You get it to a person to pass, Zachary, Zachary. That is awesome stuff right there by Vooch, man. Oh, here's another one. And, Will, I wanted to ask you questions about this one. Now, pause this here. Now, first thing you notice on the screen I want to point out is the shooting. Yeah, two, <laughs> the shooting. two for 14 this quarter. <laughs> that, that was tough, all right? It's tough well, stuff. You know, and they were only down by one at this point. And they were only down by one point. What game is this? This is game one. This is the playoffs. Game, game one. one of the playoffs against the Bucks. This okay. is game one. Two of 14 shooting, one of eight. Now, uh, show me uh, the photo, please, of this. Because I thought this was very interesting. I'm trying to see who's on the floor right now. So, I, I'll, I'll explain to you uh, what, I, what I want to ask you. So, they run the high screen pop, obviously. He gets the ball. Once he gets that, Chris Middleton comes off of, his, comes off of uh, who he's guarding to come down on Vooch. Now, my question to you is, do you think Lopez should come harder with a double team, or are you okay with him kind of laying back a little bit and letting Middleton have that? Uh, can we run the whole clip? Oh, well, let me finish up what I'm going to say in there. So what you're going to see is Middleton, he gets that right there. He's going to – he's got Vooch is patient, okay? He's very, very patient. So when he sees Middleton there and Lopez not kind of come up on him to do that double team, he says, okay – and Middleton says, I cannot leave Caruso wide open over there. Even though he's not wide open, they got 
a little guy right there. You know what I'm saying? If that pass goes over, he can he can get to Caruso, and then There's Lopez no can move back and guard that defender that he was on. So that can occur. But still, in fact, he's like, well, I think he's good enough to get on you. But the problem is when he leaves, Lopez is far back. And Vooch is so skilled, if you're going to be that far off him, he's not going to take that shot. He's going to put it on the floor and get to the paint and get the bucket because mm-hmm. he has that kind of skill. Now you can run that, please. Watch it. Uh, set it. Good screen. It comes in. Nope, I'm leaving. Oh, well, then you're going to get you some of this. That's good stuff. Now, again, my question was, pause that, please. My, my question was, were you okay with Lopez kind of laying off of that, or do, do you think he should have come up harder with the double team? To me, that is a scheme thing. Like, mm-hmm. the, as we can recall, you know, the Bucks were giving up corner threes to the Bulls. Sure. That was the the game plan was to leave Caruso there. And as you said, I believe that's Pat Connaughton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was going to be able to get out there, and then uh, Lopez would have been able to drop. So, for me, that's a scheme thing. You can see Wes Matthews is, like, now on DeMar's hip. He's going to be playing basically top-locking him and getting – on his back, mm-hmm. and so you do need Brooke to, to really step up there, and then uh, Chris Middleton comes over to basically just, instead of helping him, they're just switching that. Like, mm-hmm. it's a pre-switch. And so, basically, yeah, you're now scrambling. Lopez is going to have to drop down, and to me, that's that's more of a scheme thing than anything else. But clearly, I mean, Vooch is capable of beating that, and he had either the corner three for Crusoe mm-hmm. or the ability to get downhill and, and get the basket for himself. And that's, as you're talking about, the versatility, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not a lot of guys can can make a play for themselves and, you know, be a short roll facilitator like that. And then, not even to mention, popping out for three. So, yeah, great great example of his versatility there. Yeah, man, it's fun to watch. Just hit again. I love him. It says, nope, I can't stay. Ooh, that little step fake right yeah, there. Yeah, Gorgeous. It's, it's very gorgeous, man. Uh, this is just the regular example of the high screen pop run perfectly. Uh-huh. That's what you get right there. Knocked it's beautiful stuff, man. 15-footer. Now, pause this one here, please. This, again, is uh, one of the other ones I loved. And it's not huge, but I just loved it so you much. love when the Kings run a 16-2 run against the Bulls. <sighs> Look at that score. You're going to be happy one day, Will. Down 21 <laughs> to the Kongs? Day, baby. Oh. But it happened. <laughs> it definitely happened. He's right. 16-2 run is damn embarrassing. But what's not embarrassing is what Vooch does on this play right here. Because when he gets that ball on off the high screen pop, Run that, please. Is, you know, Watch it. Pause it. Look at this. He's open, right? You can pull that yeah. all day long. The little previous clip we watched, he yeah. pulls that right there. Right. You can do that. But he's skilled. <laughs> he is so skilled. What you're going to see him do is take a power dribble and a hop step and a floating hook. He is seven feet tall and a center. This is not normal behavior. This is not normal behavior. Run that, please. Uh, uh. Now run that back. Run it back, please. Rewind it. Play, play it. Now I told this to Lawrence. This is my favorite part of this. Is listen to the Kings players after this. Just listen. <laughs> Not please, because he is that good at that, man. You can run this. It's okay. You can run this. This is I uh, because this is just the usual high screen pop. I got you. You get you some of this. And of course, this is one we want to see more of this season. It's him hitting those three. Now pause this. Pause this. Pause it. We love that. Now rewind it a little bit, please. Lonzo. I'm just showing why I'm gonna miss Lonzo so much right here. The no hesitation with this at all. As soon as he came off that screen, that ball was gone. He was mm-hmm. not giving Jokic a chance to do anything, all right? He didn't give him a chance to think. He was like, nope, coming off the screen, I know you're open. I know how far back you're playing. I'm not going to let you decide if I'm going to go further into the corner or if I'm going to pass this out. Soon as he's open, ball is in his hands. You got to make your own decisions because I just made mine, and your decisions will lose. Uh, out of my hands. Gone. Right there. Get you some. Yeah. I love that, man. I, I'm going to miss that quick decision. Too right quick there. for, so for uh, Joker to close out. Oh, like yes. Way said. too quick for him. And again, Zach Levine running this. And what also I love about this, you're watching multiple players run this with him. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. everybody can be a real threat for the Chicago Bulls. We've this. seen Kobe run this Correct. high screen with Vooch, Correct. Zach, DeMar, mm-hmm. Lonzo, mm-hmm. Io. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, I mean, completely uh, it's it's just like it's such a simple element of offensive basketball mm-hmm. uh, these days, but the ways the the nuanced ways that Vooch can make it different and make it effective and different yeah. each time down the floor 
is like a wonderful thing to have. Yeah, man. And it's, it's so rare. And that's just what I want to kind of emphasize here to Bulls fans. It is incredibly rare to have a guy on your team with this kind of skill set that he can provide this team. Even like he said in, in his conference, when his three-pointer isn't working, he has other skills. You know, even if that isn't working, he's got something else he can do. He can always do something when he's on the floor. Boom, my shot's not working. I can rebound. That's not working. I can pass. That's not working. I can set these hard screens. Like, he has something on the floor that he can do at all points in time, which is why he's got to be out there like he is. Absolutely. I mean, we have been, like, screaming about this. You know, like, the three-point shot is not the most important factor of his game. And there are elements just watching these clips where it's like, yeah, you see how much space he creates for himself just by slipping out of these screens and popping out. Like you can't, the decision to have to go two on Damar or Zach and, or leave Vooch is like a really tough decision <laughs> yes, to make. Yes, Who do I yes. want to guard? And so teams, they know Damar is going to kill them. They want to give Vooch those open threes. And last year it worked. Mm-hmm. Vooch shot 31% on threes. I really do think He's in for a bit of a bounce back here. Just looking at the quality of some of these shots. I mean, they're wide open. Right. And, you know, we talk about continuity with not just like Zach and Amar, but as you guys said, I mean, there's all these other guys in here. There's Aya, there's Kobe, there's Dragic now is building a relationship with Vooch. They obviously like had some sort of previous relationship. Uh, Vooch courted him and, mm-hmm. and recruited him. So I do think all these things will really help Vooch out this year. And that's kind of the bet that the front office is making. It's like, how can we make each other better? And this is, this is the way to do it. Um, Al in the comments said, good to see Vooch getting love after so much hate. Yeah. Well, we, somebody has to point out the things that Vooch is vital for, uh, because you know, we, we know how important Vooch was to the team this past season will be again, this current season. Uh, Michael saying, love this segment. Continue this into the season, please. We will. Gotcha. We, we got to call it, you know, like film study with Coach Watson or something. <laughs> um, but this will lead us into a recurring segment we're going to do throughout training camp that we're going to call Prove It, which is basically one player at a time. We're all going to pick one thing that we want to see that player accomplish this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. One goal that we want to see them achieve. So today we're going to be talking about Vooch. What do we want Vooch to prove Vooch. to us this coming season? We will get to that coming up right next. But first, today's episode brought to you guys by PointsBet, which is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before uh, you are getting ready to make some bets for Thursday Night Football tomorrow, tomorrow, once the game even starts, you can place a live bet. You can place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, Cash out on your live second half over bet. With PointsBet, you have access to more live football markets than ever before. Build the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with PointsBet lightning bets. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. It's like... Thunder is an easy sound effect to make. It's not. How do you, you can't sound effect lightning though. Right. Because lightning is not a sound. Thunder is the sound that gets paired with lightning. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's how I go. Download that PointsBet app today. (laughs) Sign up with that promo code CHGO to get your two risk-free bets up to $2,000. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. I'm looking ahead to Thursday Night Football tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. We got Bengals-Dolphins. Um, Dolphins, one of the very few surprise 3-0 and teams. Very Three weeks surprising. in the NFL season. Yeah. Who saw that coming? Not me. Bengals, meanwhile, a team that made a deep playoff run last year. Mm-hmm. No, Joe, Joey Burrow has no protection from that Bengals offensive line like, right now. He's yeah. getting chased around like crazy. And yet, somehow, I was on points bet yesterday, got bengals it was Bengals minus three and a half. So what? So, the, I, so I took the Dolphins plus three and a half. Oh, parlay pick. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the team that's three and zero uh-huh. and three and a half points for that team against a team that's one and two and whose offense looks like crap. Well, those soundly sound like a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't gamble on that. Get on that points. Even though Will told me I can't say that anymore because I played roulette. He told me I can't do it's that. It's true. It's true. He did play roulette. I did. I did play in a row. roulette. And shout out Shirtless Wonder, he's out there. He lit an incense, a long incense right there, mm. and it's just fascinating to me right now. Although Shirtless Wonder is now Hoodie Wonder. He's Hoodie Wonder, yes. He's Hoodie Wonder right now. He's Hoodie Wonder. But 
I do have a question for you, Matt. Hmm? Simple question. No, simple sure. question. What time is it? Game time! Who? Mm. Game time, y'all. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, than ever. concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you thought you never could? You could probably come up and sit in this one. But don't go on the game time after to do it. You're just going to have to come to one of us and let us know. But courtside, 50-yard line, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert. Huh? All them places? Did you dream of it? I know I do. Guess what? I can make that dream a reality by going straight to game time hoot. It's possible with the game time app. The biggest last minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy or never even afford. You will not find better deal this season on Bulls tickets. You will not find a better deal this season, y'all, on Bulls tickets. And just like CHGO, game time was created by the fans for the fans. So if you love what we do here, CHGO, then you will love game time. The best way to support us is buying your tickets through the link in the description. I remember my man Sean Anderson. Mm-hmm. He went there, used the Game Time app to get him some of those White Sox tickets with like 20 minutes left. Yeah. Man, the prices were ridiculous. Like $6. Low. Right? Yes, man. Crazy. Yes, it was crazy. And man. then he got to watch the White Sox lose and cried a lot. <sighs> why did you have to bring that part yeah, why up, you gotta, why you, you know, Oh, sorry. The White was Sox it necessary? Terrible. Was it necessary? It was it? Yeah, a little you feel bit. better about yourself? Yeah, a little bit. Well, yeah, you, do, you do look happy. I do. You do look happy. Yeah. It's true. All right. I don't like you right now. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, Lawrence, what time is it? Game time. Who? Oh, he left the hoot. It's nothing without the hoot. Hoot. <laughs> it's not hoot. It's just who. Yes. Or who. Huh. Game time. Yeah. I think it's more of a who. Huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the 90s. I do. Do you? <laughs> Come on. I'm in a 90s movie draft tomorrow. I don't know who I'm going to take. A 90s movie draft? Yeah, on the uh, Chicago Sports Podcast. The Chicago the Sports Podcast. Chicago Boom. Sports Podcast. I can't wait to see how that draft unfolds. Yeah, who, the who, 90s can is... Can you drop one of your picks right now? Uh, I Well, it depends. I've got to remember when The Fugitive was made. <laughs> Kevin's listening. And also, Kevin's, Kevin's listening. I don't want Kevin to steal my picks. But okay. Okay. All right, I well. might just pick Predator, even though it came out in 87. I'm just going to pick yeah, Predator. Yeah, that's not a 90s like four movie. Times. The OG yeah. Predator? Hell yeah. How about Predator 2 with Danny Glover? No. No, and so, and standard it's, Predator. Is it not genre-specific? No, not like action I have, I or use comedy? Anything, whatever. It sounds like I have a lot of homework here tonight, and I don't like so that. So many choices. Because <laughs> yeah. 90s action movies, incredible. Yeah, 90s comedies, all, like you yeah. and I were sitting here just laughing our asses off, quoting Liar Liar to each other right yeah. before we went on the air. Yeah. yeah. So, do me a, a favor. Fact. I can tune in, tomorrow, <laughs> tune, tune in tomorrow and see how little homework I've prepared myself <laughs> for this draft. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, uh, well, oh, we're about to give Vooch some homework. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to get into our what new training camp recurring segment do, called wow. Prove It. Do. Wow. It's what he Prove do. it. Prove it. Prove it. Um, all right. So this is where Just each of us picks it. one element to each member of this Bulls roster. Uh, one element of their game that we want to see them nail down or one thing that we want to see them accomplish this upcoming season. And because... We just had a little film sesh with Coach Watson here. We decided that we would roll right into Vooch being our first player in our training camp segment called Prove It. Um, I will kick us off. Come on with it. And I know, actually, you know what? Before we begin these, let's take a look at that quote from Vooch at Media Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawrence, if you please. He was talking that stuff. That graphic when he was talking about the different ways he can be useful on offense. If you take away my three-point game, I'd still be a very good player Mm. and still average high numbers. Say it. But if you take away some of the other stuff I do well, like rebounding, my inside game, my passing, my pick-and-roll game when I get in the pocket and make plays, and I'm just a stand-up three-point shooter, I'm not as good of a player. Mm. That is a astute (laughs) observation of a player's own skills. Yes. And what Vooch brings. And we just saw a lot of what he just said in that quote in some of that film we were watching. Yes. The different ways that he could be deadly out of that high screen. Yeah, I just it's like a low-key flex by him. He's like, look at all these things I can do. If right. you take all these things away from me. <laughs> right. And it was also like when he said that, he was kind of, I mean, he, he didn't sound super annoyed, but it's like all anybody ever wants to do is talk about my three-point percentage. Yeah. Here's right. all the other stuff I'm good at. Right. Like, I, I'm glad he stood up for himself in that moment. Mm-hmm. So... All that being said, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I'm going to set a goal for Vooch regarding his three-point percentage because, look, there's a reason why Bulls fans were hyped when we made that trade and acquired Vooch because he was a center who could do all of those things that Big Dave just laid out. The passing ability, the way he can switch the ball from the strong side to the weak side of the court with his court vision and his accurate passing, get some you know buckets down low, all of those things. And it's not just about the three-point shooting. But the reason he became such a weapon offensively is because he worked on that shot sure. and became a floor spacer shooting 40% at the tail end of his years in Orlando. Vicious. That makes him a multi-layer offensive threat, Very a three-layer offensive threat. When you're shooting 40%, that's legit. Mm. When you're shooting 30%, less so. The Less defenses legit. can yes. ignore you, mm-hmm. they can dare you to shoot it, and they can gang up and double-team Zach, DeMar, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, while I do want to continue to see Vooch get touches inside that three-point line mm-hmm. and be used as a facilitator, mm-hmm. as well as a guy who can get looks for himself inside, you know, the baby hook, you know, the little floaters, bodying, fakes like the up-and-under we saw on Lopez in one of those clips mm-hmm. – I need him to pull that three-point percentage up. Mm. I need it. The Bulls need it. We discussed in our episode reacting to Media Day how Billy Donovan's answer to the very valid question of, yeah, three-point shooting? Didn't really add any this offseason? Billy didn't have an answer for it. Clearly, their hope right now to get better from being the dead last volume three-point shooting team in the NBA last season is internal improvement. Yeah. We need more volume and better clips from the guys that we're bringing back behind the three-point line. Vooch being better behind the three-point line must be a part of that. Yeah, and, and the reason his was also so glaring, as, as Will pointed out, is those shots are usually wide open mm-hmm. uh, when, they, when they get them for him. So to watch him miss those you know, and, and not hit those at a consistent clip is kind of what everybody was just re- – it really put a light on it. You know what I mean? It really shined a, a huge light on it because all they saw was him missing wide-open shots. Forget all the other great things he was doing. He's missing wide-open threes. Why isn't he doing that? So, I like that he took that personally. Shout-out, Jordan. Yeah. I like that he's taking it personally, and he wants to go do something about it and shut some people up. Right. That's what it feels like. He just wants to tell some people, shut the hell up. And uh, <laughs> Drink a warm glass. <laughs> shut the hell up. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. Uh, you're in my world now, man, Grandma. Man, Grandma. Uh, like, like Dontavius' comment saying, yeah, Vooch has to get that shot up. Give me at least 36% from three. Big Dave, do me a favor and read what it says in my rundown for uh, what my prove it number for Vooch here. is. Don't have my goggles, but looks like that says shoot 36% from three. 30 Six. I don't need 40% from Vooch. Uh I need him to be competent and lethal enough from three-point land to make defenses honest, to Mm. keep defenses honest, and that number that I am setting for him, my prove-it item for Vooch this year, 36% behind Mm. the arc. Give me that. Give me me 36%. How realistic do you think that is? Because I think a lot of people say, well, he shot – what was it, 40% on threes in 2020 mm-hmm. and down to 31.4%. Obviously, like, massive drop-off. Sure. But the year before he shot 40, his second All-Star season, he was at 33.9. Before that, 36.4. Before that, 31.4. And that was really the first season in 2017-18 when he actually started shooting threes with any sort of volume. Right, so right, right. To me, that 40% season might be the outlier. The anomaly. There, the anomaly there. I think 35, 36% is doable, and I think he should absolutely be – that should be, like, the target. That should be the goal. Right. But I'm curious for you, like, how realistic do you think that I th- is? I think – and it's and it's why I even actually flirted with going with 35% 30, instead of 36%, because even going from 31.5% to 35 I'd take that. I'd happily take that, right. given this team's absolute dearth of three-point shooting. Ooh, dearth. Um, but, I, like, you're right to point out that that 40% season – that only happened once. Mm-hmm. It's not like we can hope that Vooch is going to average 40% from behind the, the arc for several seasons in the back end of his career. But 36% is doable when you look at some of those other recent seeding, uh, seasons leading up to that mm-hmm. 40%. Mm-hmm. It's doable. That's why and you, you don't, don't set easy goals, right? Mm-hmm. Set challenging goals that aren't impossible. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm setting this goal for Vooch this season. I think you can shoot 36% behind the arc for a full season, Vooch. Prove it. 
Show it to me. Show it. And also, that was the most attempts he had at three also when he shot that 40%. Right. And so he's not going to have, at least I don't think he's going to be shooting six threes a game again. Well, that's... Segway? Segway, Dave? It's a Segway. Can I steal it? You go ahead. That's a pass, baby. For me... No look. That was a no look pass. (laughs) That was. was. Uh, For me, the prove it for me is, I was going to say five and a half... Ah, maybe I still will say five and a half. I'm going to go with five and a half threes per game. Okay. That's my prove it number. I think six is just a little bit high. His career high was, as you were alluding to, 6.3 in that 2020-2021 season. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of threes. Last year, that went down to four and a half. The concerning piece for me here is that Vooch also in his media day and even in his exit interview last year said he didn't like the way that he was kind of floating around the perimeter and only shooting threes. He felt like he was kind of relegated to to being sort of that three-point specialist. Ironically, he was down like almost two threes per game from where he was with the Magic before he joined the Bulls. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm sorry, Vooch, but like you look at the spacing, you look at the the low volume that this team has on the whole. I mean, 27 threes per game mm. after Alonzo got hurt. That is just simply not going to do it in today's NBA. He needs to take a step up in terms of volume. Zach does too. Kobe does like all these guys that are capable, good shooters. I mean, if Vooch goes from shooting 31% on four and a half threes per game to 36% on five and a half, that completely changes the Bulls' entire offense. And, and looking at some of the, the clips that you played for us, Dave, mm-hmm. you know, there are moments where he's taking shots a step in from the three point line. Right. And that number, that long mid range number, did go down from the year before, but I think he can clean that up even further and really start to s- stretch out the floor because you saw, as we talked about, how hard it is to defend an action with Zach and Vooch or Damar and Vooch mm-hmm. when the defense has to decide between doubling Damar mm-hmm. and leaving Vooch open or playing it one-on-one and letting Damar cook you from the elbow. Mm-hmm. It's a really tough decision to make, and yeah. the more accurate and the more volume Vooch launches from three, the harder that's going to be for defenses. So for me, in addition, this is playing off of what Matt said, five-and-a-half threes per game is going to be my prove-it number and if he can get that up to 36%, that's a hell of a season for Vooch. Mm, I like all of this. Well, then I guess I'm the one to end all this and end it perfectly because mine isn't even a stat or something I want to see. This is what I want from Nikola Vucevic. I want you to remind everybody that you're a top seven center in the NBA. That's okay. what I want you to do. Remind them you are top seven. I was going to say five, but I'm not going to even be like that. I'm going to say seven because of the age he is, you know what I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. and he's on the recovery right here. We read the Hoops Hype top 25 centers. Vooch was 14, right? right? On mm-hmm. a bad season, you know, according to everybody. He's a bad season. He was number 14. Names that are ahead of him are like uh, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Robert Williams, Al Horford. Miles Turner, mm-hmm. in my opinion, he's better than all of them. All right. He might not do the defense like Time Lord, of course. Uh, Valachunas, I like his rebounding. He might not be like 20 rebounds is just like Valachunas. That, that was just a fail on their part. But I like him. I like Valachunas. Yeah, but he's though, not man. better than Vooch. No, he's not. He's not better than him. I'm saying he might, those centers might do one or yep. two things. That may be a little better than Vooch, but that none of to them the have that. Whole game. that you were trying to prove. Correct. And it's, it's none of them true. have that. Again, one hand, you can count the number of centers who can do what Nikola Vucevic can do on one hand. And I guarantee you on that hand, you're going to see MVPs and all pros. So that's exactly who he is. This is the type of person he is. He is the multiple time all star. This is who he is. Matt likes to use the word fringe all star. He's definitely there for that. Mm-hmm. So I just need him to go out there, remind people and show them, man, show and prove, man. That's all I want him to do. That's what you Want him to show and prove out there, baby. To show that he is the man and he is who the Bulls thought he was. Shout yeah. out Black Panther. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence, can I help you out real quick? The abbreviation for three-point attempts is just 3PA. <laughs> you don't need the dash or the T. Just trying to help you out. Yes. Just trying to help you out. Get him. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't a get him. I'm just helping him out. Yeah, uh, Lawrence loves it, that. It looked like he was struggling <laughs> trying to figure out how, what that abbreviation oh, no, he was. Loved, look at the joy on his face um, right now. Oh. And it's funny that we were just talking about how Vooch is like, I'm more than a three-point shooter, and we just spent uh, the first 20 minutes of our show breaking down every which way that he is more than just a three-point shooter. And Will and I are both like, yeah, we know that, Vooch, and we love that about you. Yeah. But. But. 
Exactly. Need, this team needs him. This is a different situation for him than Orlando. He yeah. Was, he's said it. Billy has said it. Like He's not the man. It, yeah, you're not the man. You're not going to get the ball at the post every single possession. Right. And you have to sort of be uh, like Ricky and Jason were talking about this on cash considerations. Like you're going to have to be Kevin Love or Chris Bosh here a little bit. Mm. And I think, you know, going into year two, mm. he's, he's going to have to learn that. A little bit more of that. What do you, you know, mean by that? Like, kind of expound on that a little well, bit. Well, he's he's losing some possessions. He's losing some usage, right? Having to play along the two best players that he's ever played with, right? I mean, right. Zach and Demar are Zach and Demar being the highest usage. LeBron and, and Wade, players. or LeBron and Kyrie, right? Yeah, exactly. And so he has to kind of cater to that and make life easier for them. And then, you know, when the time is right, that's when he can really show off the the post play aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But he said passing is something that he does really well. I 100% agree with that, and mm-hmm. we've talked about it a million times, just the way that he's able to dissect defenses from the elbow in that short roll game. That's making DeMar better. Mm. We saw it when they figured out how to, to beat the trap. It was because Vooch was a really good passer, and they kind of figured out how to do it. So that's on the rest of the guys to actually hit their threes from the corner, and it's on Vooch to continue being a good passer. Yeah. And then the scoring will come. I mean, he's, he's still the third option on this team. He's going to get his touches. Uh, he'll have plenty of... Uh, pick and pop threes like we saw what happens when the defense like the Bucks really load up on Damar and Zach mm-hmm. he's gonna be open yes he is and he is more than capable to to take advantage and that's why you get three star players right you don't want Correct. somebody that's just gonna spot up and space the floor Correct. you want somebody that can do a little bit of everything and that's that's where Vooch is gonna have to sort of fit in and that's why they're doing the the continuity plan uh, a couple of comments Colin saying Original Vooch, buckets down low, grab rebounds, crowd the lane. OV. Darius saying Vooch finding Pat on cuts is going to be dangerous. Oh, yes. Pat Charles He's right. says Vooch will be fine. He's a pro's pro. He needs to get that inside point uh, percentage. Um, the, just like quickly before we move on to Will's thoughts from practice today, mm-hmm. what you were talking about with volume, Will, just to reiterate – how big the gap is and how poorly the Bulls did as far as their volume of three-point shooting last season compared to, like, league average Mm -hmm. and then the elite teams. The Bulls' percentage of their field goal attempts uh, by distance last season, 33.2% of all of their field goal attempts Mm -hmm. came from behind the three-point line. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a fair amount, right? Like, as basically a third, almost exactly a third of their shots were threes. Mm. No, that was 30th in the NBA. The average is sort of like high 30s, even low 40s. And when you look at teams that are at or above shooting 40% of all of their field goal attempts from behind the three-point line, Mm. Denver, Miami, Boston, Bucks, Mavs, Warriors, what do those teams have in common? They're good. They're good. <laughs> They're winning teams shooting 40% or more of all of their field goal attempts from behind the three-point line. Mm. And the, the exception Bulls... is good teams that don't do that. Mm. Like the Suns, for example. Or the Sixers. And, and what happened to the Bulls? So in the first half of the season, they shot 38.6% on three-point attempts. That was best in the league. Mm-hmm. And Billy Donovan warned us, and it was probably pretty <laughs> obvious if you just took a second to look at it. That number is not going <laughs> to stick. Like that is just, that's just unbelievably high. And and look at who, looking at who the Bulls have as shooters, it's unreasonable to expect them to shoot 38.6% for the rest of the year. Yeah. The second half of the season, once Lonzo went down. Their three-point volume went down from last to last, mm-hmm. but it was 30.3 three-point uh, attempts per game to 27.4, so down almost three attempts per game. Mm. And their uh, percentage went from first to 22nd in the league, 35.2. Mm. So you can't count on being like the elite of the elite shooters with this team. You have to, I think, bump up the volume a little bit more to offset bump some of that. Bump up the volume. And, yeah, bump, bump up, up the, the jams. Volume, bump up the volume. Oh, bump up the volume. Mars. Sorry. Two hours in Mars. <laughs> Music in my head all the time. Yeah. Excuse me. That's my fault. <laughs> but he is absolutely correct, man. That's what it has to be for um, this team. Sorry. Go ahead, please. Uh, just uh, some nice context also from our guy Barton in the comments who said, I know Vooch needs to sort out that three to help our spacing and his defense. But I just don't understand when folks are mad that our third option puts us uh, puts up seventeen and eleven. No, I was just laughing about this with Will the other day, like just looking it up, and I was like, it's not even seventeen. What what tripped me out is it was seventeen point six. Yeah, I was like, so he was close to being eighteen and eleven a game and four. You know, right and four, right? Yes, Woo-hoo! and they're like he's slinging trash. that rock. 
Who who's do, point them out is all I'm saying. Point them out, uh, bro. I, point them out. I love marketing comments. Just all caps. Vucci main. <laughs> love it. Um, all right. So there it is. Those are our prove it numbers and our prove it. Prove it. Show the NBA. Just prove uh, it. Thoughts for Vooch this upcoming season. <laughs> Shout out, Joey. I see you in the comments for rocking those oh, graphics. Joey's. And Lawrence <laughs> took us the rest of the way home. Uh, we're going to do some more of those throughout <laughs> these training camp practice days. Um, but yeah, I think those are some good ones for Vooch. Yeah. Moving on, we're going to talk about what Will saw and heard at practice today, including some really cool stuff from Io DeSumo. <laughs> but before that, Big Dave, you have a word from our friends at FOCO. Oh, just one word. And that word is awesome. FOCO! Get on down, because Chicago, you already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. So you might as well get fitted in the best sports gear around. FOCO's got you covered from Soldier Field to the United Center. From the north side to the south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. They got you covered like a blanket, baby, which they also got. Mm. Get decked out like DeMar. I like the bars on that. With Mm. apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. Who is that? It's FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Are you? Foco's got you covered with the hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Because y'all is going to get a chile. It's a gorgeous fall day today in it Chicago. It is. Love so this wonder knows today. He's now turned into Hoodie Wonder. Hoodie Wonder is out there. And he it's amazing. Pretty soon he's going to be down. I wonder if he's Foco Hoodie Ooh. Wonder. I like where you're going with that. So maybe I have to tell him to check out Foco.com. And click on that link in the description below for all, for all non-pre-sale items. You can use that promo code CHGO and get yourself 5, 10% off. Do it, y'all, because it's FOCO. Faux show. Boom. Beautiful. I love being on this show. <laughs> we love having we you love here, Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, thanks. Uh, clutch in the comments. I think Zach's three-point ability is very underestimated. Hope he can bounce back. Um no, it's not. He, the man's been in the three-point contest the last two years. Thanks for playing, though. Um, but he needs to up his volume, too. Will, I think I saw a tweet of yours the other day. You were like, we, we need Zach shooting 10 threes a game. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a, do a write-up on just, like, where these threes are going to come from because mm. I pointed out the numbers. I mean, you just can't live that You cannot live that way in the NBA today, mm-hmm. especially when you've got a guy who just loves the mid-range so much. It's so easy to defend him. Mm. It's like... He's already taken double teams. Like, yeah. don't make life any harder on him than you need to. <laughs> uh, Drewish, Io grew into a man-child this offseason. Great man transition child. there to get our thoughts from Io's practice session today. Did you guys see the pictures of him at Media Day, the one where he's flexing? Yes. yes. Oh, my yep. God. Creed. But then Will, at practice today, Creed. didn't he also say all he did was go from 196 to 201? It looks like he put on more muscle weight than that. It does look like it. It does, but that's what he said. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, man. Um, what we want to show, uh, Will, why don't you cue this up if, Lawrence, you have that clip from Io after practice today. This guy right here. Wait, is this our new man. segment? This, yes. So this is, this is the training camp edition of Goat Talk. And we will always also have Goat be his Talk face. when oh, Will okay. pops in. During our post game shows this season, we'll tell Joey. The O should be his face. The A should be the goat. I say the K should be the goat. Mm. Okay. You feel the A? We'll ask. The A should be because it it balances. I think. I mean, that picture of the goat. The L should be the goat. The goat looks like an L. Actually, yeah, that one. That picture, like the neck, is the left side of the L, and then the body is the right side of the L. I think we all agree, though. Wheels, though. I think we all agree that Joey should work on this a little more. <laughs> oh god! Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> Catching strange. Uh, so you were chatting with Io after practice today, Will? Flex, indeed. Uh, yeah, I mean he is looking a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. One ninety four to two hundred one. One ninety four oh, to two hundred one. Okay, okay, okay. Couple, all, right, couple, all right. Couple extra lbs, and he said it's all, it's all muscle. <laughs> don't mess. I don't mess around with body fat. It's all muscle. But he just, <laughs> he seems ready. And he's always been a very kind of stoic and calm guy. Yeah. That did not change. But he understands now 
like the the thing that he was really hammering home was like my conditioning has to be top of the line. That's why I need to get stronger so that I can just like be able to make it through a full NBA season. Mm-hmm. We're talking about about a guy who played 20 college games, 25 college games in a year going from that to what was it? 75, 80 mm-hmm. NBA games. Not only that, playing like 38 minutes a game for yes. a stretch. Yes. Like I think having the the conditioning and strengthening that he has clearly put in over the summer is going to take him to another level this year where he's just able to withstand the beating that is the 82-game NBA schedule. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see what he does. And, you know, we kind of asked him about whether he's pushing for the starting job. I just want to win. That's mm-hmm. what he said. Mm-hmm. I just want to win. Do That's we have that here, about. Lawrence? Do we want oh, to? Oh, we got it. Let's take a listen. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Like I said, I just want to come out here and win. You know, I'm a competitor. So whenever, um, whenever I step on the court, whether it's start or not, I'm going to go out there and compete. I'm going to go out there and have fun. I'm going to go out there and, and play as hard as I can to help the team win because I think when you win, everybody eats, everybody looks good, and that's the, that's the best thing that you do. You come out here to, to win. So um, we have a great group of guys and a great coaching staff, so I'm excited. Love that. Everybody eats. And everybody anybody eats. have any issues with that? Like, maybe somebody would want him to say, like, yeah, I want that starting point guard job. It's my job. I'm going to go out and win it. I Personally, I think that that's a fine answer. It's, it's a very yeah. not stepping on any toes, not ruffling any feathers answer to say, like, I don't really care if I start or come off the bench. I just want to win. And, and this, is, this is what Andre Drummond said yesterday in his availability was, like, I still see myself as a starting caliber center in this league. Mm-hmm. And somebody followed up asking him, like, well, is there like that is that starting job that center job like you know out for are you able to like go compete for that and he was like i'm not gonna answer it like that i'm just saying that's that's my skill level that's how i believe in myself and to hear that consistently talked about throughout the preseason so far the training camp so far is like we're not messing around with any drama we know we have flaws but like here's what we're out to do we are out to win no matter how that you know comes to fruition fine Maybe it's coming off the bench. Maybe it's starting. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. <laughs> We're just trying to win. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's why I like what Ayo said because, yeah, it's it's towing the line and it's safe and thing, but it's who he is also. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he really means it when he says, "Dude, I'm just out here to win, and that's all I really want to do." And he shows all it every single time. Right. No matter what. Come on, Will. <laughs> but that's what he does. Everyone got money on my mind. I can never get enough. And they say that. Sorry. Um. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's who he is, and and that's what. You know, we, we talk about it all the time, you know, just about being authentic to who you are. And that's just who he is. Like, he really means that stuff. It's not just talk or lip service mm-hmm. with him or just giving a cool answer for the media. Like, no, man, I really, truly mean this, and this is how I'm going to approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Will, I wanted to ask you, and also shout-out to his skincare uh, regimen. The man's skin looks amazing. <laughs> point that out. And I don't know if y'all noticed that, but the man's skin looks incredible. Shout-out to it. But I wanted to ask, Will, was there a difference that you noticed? Now, obviously, you notice the difference physically. But th- was there a difference in maybe how he was carrying himself or how he was presenting his answers as opposed to last year? This is kind of what I was trying to get at with the like strength and conditioning piece. But it's just like a sense of self-awareness of what do I need to do in order to get better? He clearly felt, and I think you know we would all agree with this, Billy has said as much, that like in order to be at his best, he needs to be able to get through that grueling season without getting tired. And so he was saying, like, I want to be able to – get up and down the court however many times without getting winded. I want to be able to get out and transition more. That was something that Billy brought up as far as like, you know, replicating some of the stuff that Lonzo brought to the table and trying to introduce some more randomness to their offense. I was going to have to take on that role. And Mm -hmm. what does he need to be able to do that? He needs to be in great shape. Mm. And clearly, like, that's a self-awareness thing, and he's figured it out for himself. Yeah. Uh, Let's get a few more comments. Uh, Josh said, if Io starts and averages 13, things will get interesting. Laura Lou wants Io to start, Ooh. and also said Io said everybody eats. That's right, baby. Love that. Um, uh, Clutch saying Io looks like a literal hero. <laughs> Mark saying he <laughs> speaks like he's been hanging out with Demar. Creed. Jason saying big seasons for Io and Pat. Great attitudes to yeah. match their abilities. Um, Last thing we wanted to touch on with Io after practice today, Will, you noticed some new ink on his arm and asked him about it. 
yeah, I noticed it even like during, you know, the, the training camp pictures, like the, the photo shoots, he's kind of like showing it off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we got him. For well, the yeah, first cause time. it's not a tattoo of the white Sox winning a division title that they didn't win. <laughs> oh, that's a, t that's a tat we're showing off the one that IO has. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, but yeah, it was the first time we got a chance to talk with him. And so, you know, he came up and I asked him about it. Um, I don't know if you want to play the clip Lawrence, but basically it's now this one I don't have queued up, so uh, let me let me let me get this for you. <laughs> it's paying homage to his cousin who was shot and killed, and mm -hmm. just saying like, you know, I wear this because I play every day for him, mm -hmm. and I I wanted to carry it with me. That's why I work so hard. Mm -hmm. All right, let's let's cue this up. What do you say? What do you let's say? Let's cue that up okay, there. Okay, hold sir. on one second. Let's Appreciate cue it that. It. Let's cue it to it. Yes. Keep going. Um, so it's my motivation there. Um, about a decade ago. So um, he used to always throw this up. It's just jet life, you know, just mean to stay motivated, keep going. Um, so it's my motivation on everything I do. Um, so I have to get a tattoo here for him. You know, every day I come out here and play, I do it for him. You know, um, at a young age, going through that, that pushed me to get to where I am today. So, you know, I have to get a tattoo for him. Uh, very cool. Very dope. Very cool. His late cousin, Darius Brown. I, if you guys remember, I can't remember who did the interview during the Iowa's rookie season last year, but talking to not only him, but his parents about like how vividly they remember that day mm -hmm. um, when his cousin was shot and killed. And um, it's, it's very cool to see a player be that open yeah. about something so deeply personal yeah. and not just deeply personal, but traumatic from yeah. their past mm -hmm. um, and embracing it. And, um, you know, and, and honoring that memory by doing something like getting a tattoo. And, you know, like it reminds me of, of the, the tattoo that DeMar has of his father. Yes. Um, and, yes. It's, you know, it's, it's really cool when you see players, um, you know, get, get ink that, that means something like that to them. Yeah, I like, and also what Dontavious just said, Chicago, Chicagoans wear our hearts on our sleeves. It's very, very true. Like, that's just who we are. Um, and, I, and, and he's not... Io's not a guy who strikes me as like a, a tattoo guy per se. Yeah, somebody who gets a lot it of. It looks like it was his first one, right? So, so getting a tattoo like it's going to mean something. All right, it has to be something truly important to you to put that on him. So, how, what's more important, you know, than family and somebody who's that close to you? That is your motivation. I, I like how you spoke of that. Like this is my motivation every single time I go out there. This is why I play the way I do. You know, it's to honor uh, my cousin's memory at the same time. That's. How can you not love it, bro? Like, for just, real, man. I love getting to know players on that level. Like, yeah, I, I especially like I love talking about like the stats and the film and all that stuff. But like these guys have such interesting stories. Yeah. And it's I think it's really cool that, you know, I was willing to share that story of his. Obviously, yeah. like people had talked about it before, but um, just to kind of get a, an idea of like what makes Io Io. Yeah. And yeah. why he works the way he does, why he lives the way he does. So I, I just thought that was really cool. Uh, Demond, I see that comment of yours. Do not bring that negative energy in here, mm -hmm. saying I hope Io doesn't improve to the point the Bulls can't keep him. Why is that what's on your mind right now? Because he's a Bulls fan. It's his second year. <laughs> the Bulls are not. And not I mean, like, okay, yeah. The fair right. part of what you just said is this is a second round pick who is on a short rookie contract sure. right now. Sure. So he was on a prove it deal kind oh. of oh and he definitely hey. did from game one he definitely did and yeah i heard him talk about tat because i think he wanted to get uh number 38 or something also put on him mm -hmm. uh tatted on him as well because he's still he's going to carry that shit forever you know that's also his motivation uh or a part of his motivation uh, as well so yeah i i'm i'm just if there's anybody i'm truly excited about this season it's him and i know patrick williams is the easy answer and the I'm not saying it's the wrong answer. You mm -hmm. should be excited about Patrick. But for me, it's Io just because of I know he's going to get the opportunity now. You know, right. gonna, he's going he's gonna to get a chance to get out there on the floor, whether it's starting, whether it's coming in off the bench. He's going to get minutes right. to showcase what he can do. And he just seems like he's really ready to do that, <laughs> really ready to show it. Uh, Darius said that uh, Io's no-look passes are going to go through people's chests with all of the muscle he put on this offseason. All season. muscle. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll say he don't bother with no, with no fat, no body fat, son. All yeah, muscle. Right? That's how we're um, out here. Well, so th that was the highlight from practice today. Uh, Will, look forward to getting more of your insights and highlights from practices as we continue on through training camp. Goat Talk, Goat Talk Training Camp Edition. Yeah. I love it. 
uh, as our producer uh, Lawrence just put up there on the on the uh, bottom ticker. Also, hit that like button if you enjoyed today's episode. It helps us out a lot. Yeah. Also, I wanted to make note of this earlier, but forgot. If you are listening to this in your podcast feed mm. and you spent the first 20 minutes of this going, what are they talking about? I can't see the film that they're breaking down right now. Come back and watch this episode on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And while you're here, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do that. Because you should be subscribed to it anyway. Yes, you should. Uh, and, you know, it seems like the people enjoyed that. So hopefully we'll do some more film breakdowns through training camp and, and into the season. Which is a lot easier Love to it. do and uh, in take if you're watching the same film that we're watching. And give me Gus likes as well. Oh, give him his likes. See that at the bottom? Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. Three o'clock Chicago time in studio for another show. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Won't Gottlieb is Will's Twitter know? handle. Big Dave is at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. Bulls underscore Peck is my handle. We are C-H-G-O underscore Bulls. Uh, shout out and thanks to Lawrence. You're welcome. Crushing it. Summoning in for Joey today on the controls. Doing the Lord's work over there with the graphics. Did and, you say doing uh, the Lawrence work over there? Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah, what? Actually, Lawrence, I like that better. Know. Doing the Lawrence work. Doing the Lawrence work. work over there. Yes. <laughs> I, I could go to the Church, uh, church of church LB. Church of Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, man. What would be the first Oh, no. What's oh, the gosh. first commandment in the Church of Lawrence? Oh, my gosh. What? Ask the man. What's, uh, the, what's the first commandment in the Church of shall, LB? Thou shalt continue to mispronounce albums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thou shalt prove you're not as cool as Big Dave wants you to be. <laughs> but you are cool. Thanks, buddy. Please know this. Thou shalt eat donuts as much as possible. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. Were you the, the one who brought in those Stan's apple cider ones yeah, yesterday? I did. Yeah. Damn, damn you. Those plain donuts yeah. Because I saw them sitting yeah. on the kitchen island, and I was like, I can't not eat one. Uh, these. I was good. in the Costco. I was walking by. I said, hey, got to bring good. these in. Yeah, yeah, those are really good, man. Yeah, you got it. Very, very good. Uh, keep it locked right here on our CHGO Sports YouTube channel. We got more content coming up. We got CHGO Bets with Sean and Cody at 5. Boom. We got Cubs pregame. Pow. We got Sox pregame. Splam. And then we got Sox post. Or no, sorry. No Cubs pregame today. Just Sox pregame. And then also we've got Sox postgame and Cubs postgame. Cacao. All the baseballs. Uh, until tomorrow, for Lawrence, for Will, for Dave, I'm Matt. Appreciate you, Bulls Nation. See Red, be good. Nothing but Bull Crew. Shout out.